Welcome to Cast IQ, the intelligent podcast for entrepreneurs. For those not in the know, we're an entrepreneurial and personal development podcast, but we don't have any ads, we don't have any paywall. All that we do ask is that if you find value within our episodes, is that you subscribe, leave a review, and perhaps share. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. So welcome to episode six, everybody. Sorry, I've got a bit of a frog in my throat. Um, but uh, yeah, what I'd like to be able to do on maybe every other week is provide like an update to you guys on what's happening within the social sphere, um, particularly on social platforms such as Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Twitter, etc., uh, Instagram, obviously. And, um, and and perhaps we should start this week. Um, there has been like a flurry of activity in respect of Facebook. Um, we've got the issue, issue, not really the right word, but we've got the um, the arrival of messenger rooms. Uh, we've also got the arrival of Facebook shops, and um, which has kind of been brought on from Instagram, and also to some guidance too for using video content on Facebook in relation to copyright, etc. Um, there's also been some flurry of activity in terms of Twitter, um, something which I find ra- rather confusing, really. But nonetheless, we can come to that um, when the time's right. So first things first, messenger rooms. Well, I have to be blunt. I did give quite a scathing review about um, messenger rooms on LinkedIn. And um, and the reason for this is that I was slightly disappointed. In fact, more than slightly. Um, in the sense that it was always pegged as though this was going to be the thing that knocked Zoom off its top spot. And it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, that said, there are some good points about it. And, and I'll start with those first. I'll start with the positives. And, uh, and the first positive, really, is that it is really simple to use. Um, it creates a link. You can share that link with people that are off Facebook. You don't have to be on Facebook to actually get access to it. Um, you can set up a room and you can meet your colleagues, your friends... And, and you can video conference as such, um, similarly to how you would have done with Google Hangouts or, or within Skype, etc. Now, you can add up to 50 of your friends, colleagues on it, and uh, so that's quite a, a lot more than, than Zoom would allow you to do without purchasing their premium licence. And um, But that's, that's about really it. Um, the other, the only other thing that I, I kind of will mention, and this is something that um, wasn't obvious from last week when when it was uh, made available, is that uh, I gave it quite a scathing review for it, its inability to deal with groups. So in other words, it wasn't possible to set up a room from uh, within a group. Um, the whole point of groups is to have a community, but yet ultimately you weren't ala- you weren't able to to meet together. You know, from that place as such, defeats the object in terms of businesses as well. And I felt that businesses were given quite a raw deal. Now that's been rectified, I have to say, and I'm pleased to say that it's been rectified. Um, perhaps before giving it such a scathing review, I should have waited perhaps 24 hours. Um, but but ultimately, as it stood and as it looked, it looked as though we were getting a raw deal as business owners, and and I would obviously say so. Um, 
One thing you can't do though is you can't share your screen. In other words, whereas on Zoom you can share your screen, you can share presentations, you can share pretty much anything that you want to uh, within reason, um, you're not able to do that on Messenger Rooms and that, that ultimately kind of takes out the, the webinar functionality that you, that you do get with Zoom. You can't create a virtual background, so ultimately, whereas if you've got a pile of dirty washing in the background, you want, you want to kind of hide it, you can't hide it behind a virtual background. You've either got to do the washing or find somewhere else to sit. One other drawback, too, is that each person has their own room. Um, now, taking into account, or should we say, avoiding the issue of groups at this stage, is that if, say, I wanted to set up a, a room... I have my own room and you get access to it. Um, I can't set up multiple rooms for multiple meetings that can be repeated, let's say, as you can on Zoom, which is a little bit of a, a thing to get around, but perhaps that's rectified in, in, the, in the way that groups are... Um, or sorry, should, should I say that it's rectified in, in the way that you can access rooms via groups. Um, it remains to be seen. Um, I'm still playing with it. I'm still trying to uh, get my head around it. But ultimately, it seems okay, but it's certainly not. It's certainly not the kind of forerunner, or should I say, the, the thing that's going to disrupt Zoom from its top spot. It's not. It lags behind. It's possibly an answer to Hangouts. It's possibly an answer to Skype. But again, a number of years too late, really. So this brings me comfortably on to um, the next um, Facebook development, really. And, and all my criticisms aside, really, are, are washed away by what I think is going to be an absolute game-changer for small businesses. Um, it's been in the offing now for 12 months. Um, it's been under development. It's been throughout the world. It's been beta-tested. And, and essentially, it's the concept whereby... Um, you'll be able to buy and sell things on Facebook and Instagram without leaving the platform. In other words, it's the power of combining community with e-commerce. So imagine you sell products, you're able to showcase the products, and just like you can on Amazon, you can just click and then purchase in a very simple fashion. I think this is going to be fantastic. And I think the likes of eBay, the likes of Etsy, are going to have to wake up and smell the coffee. The reason for the, the fact that they're going to have to wake up and smell the coffee is because Facebook are not charging for this. Whereas eBay charge you know, quite a considerable sum at the front end and at the back end of, of selling products. Um, Facebook are not making any charge whatsoever. So that being as it is, I see a couple of opportunities really. I think it's going to be great for startups who want to test their assumptions out in the, in the marketplace early. So in other words, they can test whether, whether or not their view of of what will work out on the customers and they'll do this in a free without any charge and and using or leveraging should i say the power of social media as, as a result it's going to be great for for smaller businesses who at the moment and especially given the fact that we're approaching you know some tough times um it's going to be great for smaller businesses who are crippled with online fees now that being said looking forward into the future it could actually even make smaller e-commerce websites obsolete 
if this is done right. So, so on one hand, Facebook have missed businesses out on the Messenger offering, but have come through on quite a number of the promises of last year to make Facebook shop happen. I know that they brought it forward in light of this COVID crisis, and and I think I think this is good news. I think this is something that we're going to have to watch really, really closely, and I think there's plenty of opportunity out there as well. Now, the next thing that's um, on the Facebook front is that they've published some guidance on using copyright, copyrighted, should I say, uh, video content. Now, I'm quite keen, you know, on, on my social profile on Facebook to kind of share what music I'm listening to on YouTube um, or on Spotify, etc. I don't think this really matters with YouTube, sorry, with Spotify as such, as it does with YouTube. But ultimately, um, what I have found is that sometimes when you do share a video, um, what you do find is that Facebook will mute it um, and will not let you, um, it will not let it play or, or not let anybody kind of hear what it is that, you, that you've been trying to show. Now, they produce some guidelines as to why they're doing this. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with the fact that artists should retain their intellectual property. Um, I don't think they should be ripped off. Um, I was always on Metallica's side as opposed to uh, the likes of the other site that they were assuming. What was it? I can't remember the name of the site now. That, that shows something, doesn't it? Um, but nonetheless, I think... I don't know, there's some question as to whether or not Facebook's going too far or whether or not the copyright or intellectual property rules are, are going too far. But I think we shall wait and see. Uh, there is some guidance on there too and some ways, I suppose, how you can still enjoy um, sharing what you're listening to but without obviously breaching or causing any offence to, to intellectual property owners. So, the next thing, I suppose, is Twitter. Now, this has really confused me, I've got to say. Twitter has always been, for me, has been a place where you go to, um, well, it's changed. It, it, it does morph into, into various functions, doesn't it? But it's always been a place whereby you get brutal honesty. You know, if somebody thinks you're wrong on Twitter, you're going to get told. And, and there's no holds barred. I mean, um, for the likes of Donald Trump, etc., the amount of people that are able to tell the President of the United States what they think of him in no uncertain terms and without any constraint on language... That's got to be a good thing. Now, what Twitter has actually done, and this is where I found it quite confusing, is that they're rolling out an option where when you tweet or when you issue a tweet, you can choose who it is that, that is able to respond. Now, in my view, doesn't that kind of defeat the object? It defeats the object of uh, Twitter being a place whereby you can um, fact-check anything, really, by default. And... It, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me that, that they should change it this way. in this way. Perhaps they're trying to focus more on community and kind of get more people kind of collaborating together. I, I don't know. It doesn't make much sense. And perhaps if you've got an idea as to why, why they're doing this and want to share it, then you know, feel free to do so within our particular uh, podcast Facebook page. Um, I'd be happy to chat about it. It'd be, it'd be interesting, in fact. Uh, but nonetheless, I think that's it for this week. Um, there's just a... Facebook Messenger Rooms, Facebook Shops, uh, the issues regarding intellectual property and video content, and also Twitter behaving in a rather odd way, and I can't get my head around it. So that's all we've got time for for today. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, 
Um, if you do find value in what we're doing, um, certainly in terms of the uh, founders' stories, which we run now almost every week or at least every other week, uh, please do like and, and share our content. Um, but please do leave a review as well on Apple Pod Apple Podcasts. So without further ado, thank you very much indeed. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.